Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Thursday, June 8th. This week's interest rate hike from the Bank of Canada is likely to be followed by another one next month. With a 0.25 percentage point increase, usually only a stepping stone to a higher increase. Analysts are now preparing for a further rise at the central bank's July meeting. The increase to 4.75% comes after several data sets which point to the Canadian economy doing better than policymakers would need to ensure inflation is brought under control. Not least GDP growth at 3.1% in the first quarter and the strong labour market. In addition, spending on interest-sensitive goods increased and more recently housing market activity has picked up, the bank noted, in its release. With April's CPI inflation at 4.4%, the first increase in 10 months, the bank is concerned that it will be stuck above its 2-3% target. Although there's no certainty that the BOC will go further in July and push Canadian interest rates up to 5%, there is more data on the way which will inform that decision. Unless metrics such as employment reports, inflation data, GDP estimate and business outlook suggest the economy has now slowed, analysts are expecting another rise. Our expectation has been that if the BOC was coming off the sidelines, they would intend to hike more than once. If 4.5% wasn't restrictive enough, it's hard to think 4.75% is, wrote Josh Nye, senior economist at RBC Economics. Scotiabank head of capital markets Derek Holt agrees. My reading of the statement leaves the door open to doing another 25 basis points in July, but it's going to be a data-dependent call, he wrote in a client note. Today's hike gives them more optionality to decide what to do before going on vacation in August. TD Economics Director and Senior Economist James Orlando is also sure that the BOC is back in hiking mode. Economic data are pointing to more strength and the bank has yet to see any sign from the labour market that the economy is turning. We expect the BOC to hike again in July, bringing the policy rate to 5%, he concluded. In 1950, the average life expectancy globally was just 48 years. By 2019, this had increased substantially to 73. Expectation of a continued rise in people's longevity is great news for individuals, of course, but for policymakers, employers and the financial services industry, it presents a necessity to adapt work and retirement. A new report released today by the World Economic Forum in collaboration with Mercer highlights the key themes to ensure people approach work, learning and retirement in the way that best meets their needs. For workplaces, this is likely to mean employers building multi-generational teams to provide the breadth of experience and support necessary for an ageing workforce. As part of the report, a survey of 400 professionals was conducted to gauge the latest thinking on retirement. It found that men and women view retirement differently, with women 55% more likely than men to say that they don't know if they've saved enough for retirement. Perhaps as a result, more men than women say they're looking forward to retirement, while women are more likely to say they need a better understanding of their financial situation. Overall, the poll found that people are generally unaware of how to achieve their target levels of retirement income. The report states that increasing longevity globally will require new innovations and solutions to address how people can stay financially resilient in a retirement that may be 20 years longer than their grandparents. Among other findings in the report are that health is a top concern, with two-thirds of respondents indicating they expect to have caring responsibilities. The long-held phenomenon of the bank of mum and dad may be reversing, as many younger people are likely to have to financially support older family members. Additionally, with changing requirements of employers, women and younger people are more willing to reskill, but are also worried about associated costs. The report makes several recommendations for governments and employers. These include policymakers ensuring minimum pension levels 
and potentially increasing auto-enrolment into pension schemes and default investment strategies to boost retirement savings. For employers, the report calls on them to understand what impact the company's retirement plan design has on the trajectory of retirement readiness and labour flow to check if people can actually afford to retire. Wealthy investors believe they'll get better returns from their cash holdings than from putting it into equities for the rest of 2023. The twice-yearly CNBC Millionaires Survey polled 764 people with at least a million US dollars in investable assets who were either the sole or joint financial decision-maker within the household. More than one-third of respondents said they were keeping more of their wealth in cash, 24% of their portfolio, up from 14% a year ago. Fixed-income assets are also more in demand, with 28% of poll participants having added to these holdings on expectation that interest rates will remain high. The Fed is being closely watched for signs of its next move, with its decision due June 14th. CNBC's survey shows that wealthy investors in the US are not certain about the direction of travel for equities. Around 4 in 10 think the market will end 2023 higher, with a similar share expecting it to be lower. Despite the higher levels of cash holdings, the stats reveal that sentiment on equities has improved from a year ago, when 69% were expecting the year to end lower, and just 22% believed it would end higher. However, sentiment on the US economy is less buoyant, with 60% expecting it to worsen over the remaining months of the year. Investors are also not confident that inflation will be brought under control anytime soon, with more than half expecting it to take at least two years for the Fed to bring inflation down to 2%. More than one in 10 expect it to take five years. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, more reaction to the Bank of Canada's interest rate hike. Why are younger Canadians getting psyched out of investing? And theme songs. How music is proving a hit for investors. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.